You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Zor and the Kodan Armada. Hey, Star Wars Party. You feel I'm Dan. We're gonna fill our pop culture holes with various pieces of media we missed the first time around. I did. You probably saw this in theaters, huh? I. This is. A, I don't know why I remember this. This is the last Starfighter. Actually, I need to look up and see what movies meow, were in theaters meow, when this was meow. out. Because my abiding memory of the last Starfighter was my family. We're at the movies. We're coming out of whatever we just saw. My dad saw that the next like screening room over was watching the last Starfighter, and he was hell bent on sneaking in. He wanted a theater hop. Yeah. Which my dad never did before, but for some reason he had such a boner for wanting to see The Last Starfighter, he snuck us all into the next theater over. It turns out the credits were just starting, and we're like, oh, and then we just left and went, you know, went our car and went home. <laughs> but I, that's when I think, whenever I think of The Last Starfighter, I just remember the end credits being da 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 that's the Indiana Jones thing. That sure is. <laughs> that's the only melody in the theme of this. It's just like that, da, 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 da. But yeah, that's my abiding. I mean, I've seen it since then. Yeah. But I never got How around old? to asking why my dad was so hell-bent and watching, like, obviously <laughs> bad CGI. I want to see it, but I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> you were coming out of the Goonies? Let's see. Movies, 1984. So what got you uh, wanted to watch The Last Starfighter? I don't it was short. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's that. Yeah. But... I was also like, eh, Bill's been working hard on the editing, and there's going to be tons of, like, shitty 80s stuff oh, that he can yeah. edit into this one. And I felt I was... Actually, we, had, we hadn't done a sci-fi thing in a while, so I was like, yeah, we can do something sci-fi-ish, so... July of 1984. Okay. So, and... I'd say I've always heard about The Last Starfighter, but I haven't. I've heard the name throughout history, but... I think I always kind of conflated this with Battlestar Galactica and, and stuff. It's like the original Battlestar yeah, Galactica? Yeah, yeah. Watch them. They're both just like very genetic and space cool, movies. Dudes in cool jackets and stuff. I, yeah. I, I'm not saying that I, like, they are the same thing. I'm just no, saying but my brain kind of, always brain mixed them together. lumps them together, categorizes yeah. them together. Because um, I thought, I always thought this was more a, something that happened in space that didn't involve Earthlings. You got but tricked. I got tricked. Also, both the original Battlestar and uh, Last Starfighter feature characters with really stupid space helmets. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, there's something about this. Not it's not actually the the metal the the, the hard shell plastic of, of of their helmets. It's they've got this fabric underlining that wasn't fitted correctly, so it like squeezes out towards their mm -hmm. necks. Which I'm like, how did the costume designer for this movie not catch that? Because it just looks it badly fitted. Yeah. That's one my, my one opinion about the last Starfighters. Why's why's why doesn't different... it fit good? Uh, yeah, last Starfighter released in July of 1984. Uh, actually made its money back. wasn't a huge hit, but what isn't quite the bomb that you think it might have been, considering yeah. how chintzy it looks. It doesn't look super chintzy. It looks like well, a I describe it. Steven Spielberg movie. At one point, I describe it. The only thing keeping it this movie from being a mystery science theater like. That's actually style is better lighting and better camera stock. Yeah, because that's it's the only saving grace is it's got decent. Because the script isn't that amazing or what? anything like that. Are it's you not sure? terrible. <laughs> the when it gets into space, the fiction of the gul gul like the space stuff of this movie is so cornily generic. That's the thing that killed it when I saw this movie as a kid. Mm -hmm. It's like Enemy Mine. You ever see Enemy Mine? No. It's another space movie of this kind of same kind of like vintage and I budget. I can see the box in my head because where... just looking at the video star and go, <laughs> those two dudes looking at each other. They go and kiss. One's an alien, one's not. But it not. is the most generic ass like dudes. In, it could have been a 1950s film, the, the, the space stuff. That's the same thing in Enemy Mine too where it's just like 
there's no all these people trying to cash in and kind of like the popularity of Star Wars without putting yeah. the work into making the space stuff interesting. Well, this this movie's ripping off like five other movies style and plot wise. It's really trying it even rips hard. off the Music Man by having the Music Man in it. It's <laughs> trying to swindle much. fuckers. <laughs> that kind of yeah, you're not completely wrong. Uh, he he did swindle Otis, the black elderly uh, grocery store owner, into buying a last Starfighter cabinet mm-hmm. uh, with the promise that like that will scare off the people, the, the kids playing pool. <laughs> that rhymes with ool. That starts with pool. Starts with it's a capital P. It's I T cannot that remember. With P and that stands for pool. Okay, so actually, get animal in there from Muppet Babies. <laughs> actually, the Muppet Babies version <laughs> the music man could have been amazing. Wouldn't it be Fozzie who's the music? No, well, Rolf. Rolf is the music man. He yeah. comes into town. He would be singing all the J- the, the Robert Preston bits. Who would be... We got trouble. <laughs> we got trouble. Who would be the... Here in River City. Who, who would be the guy who's singing Shapoopy? Would that be Scooter? That'd probably Shapoopy be... No, that'd probably is be the Fozzie. worst that guy in that movie. It's Buddy That's Hackett. Funny. I, I love Buddy Hackett, but I do love how Shapoopy has become cinematic shorthand for the song in your musical that does not need to be there. It's just there to kill the big, time. big-lipped alligator moment. Exactly, yeah. So anyway, The Last Starfighter. It opens with we're flying through space with some credits and shit. Yeah, it tells you that this movie was designed by Rob Cobb. Corn on the cob. <laughs> Rob what? Corn on the cob. Cobb. Uh, Ron Cobb uh, is only of interest in me because he designed a bunch of aliens for the Cantina and Star Wars. He designed, like, Hammerhead. Mm. And he actually designed the guys who became the Trade Federation dudes. Later in the Star Wars prequels, because one of them shows up in the canteen and George Lucas was like, "Well, I'll just take that guy, villains." <laughs> that's that's creative. <laughs> hey, just take that one. Well, what what guy can we just put him a fucking mask on? Some fucking Don Poe shit. Uh, and he also was the lead designer on Alien until H.R. Geiger was brought in and actually designed and actually real designed aliens. something that would be scary instead of whatever the fuck this guy was gonna. I, I've seen some. Dr- I love Ron Cobb's artwork, but his ideas for the Alien and Alien were more like. The tentacle guy that gets his foot stepped on, then like you can see why HR Geiger was brought in because HR Geiger is like going on a completely different, like psychosexual bonkers level. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and the music for this film was done by the guy who did the music for Remo The Adventure Continues. Remo? I've never seen that movie. I've never that even title? heard of that. <laughs> That's why when I was a kid, I saw that on the VHS shelf at the store. And I'm like, The Adventures Continue? Is this a story, a movie series I've never heard of before? It's is a that like one-off? Leonard Part Six? <laughs> it's exactly like that. It's a one-off movie that made five dollars at the box office. <laughs> there was no adventure for seeing it. It's it's terrible. And also, the same guy did the music for that. Also, did the music for Cheers. <laughs> did this? Da, 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 da. All right. This is one chance to actually use a full orchestra. So next time you're watching Cheers, just think, oh, when this guy has had his one chance to actually do music by himself, he just wrote three notes and just kept on repeating them mm-hmm. over and over again. I'm and sorry. and you ahead. keep singing the Indiana Jones. What is it's like? It's like that note. Just turn that into a whole thing. And then, man, there's some '80s ass sci-fi credits with names zooming into the background, <laughs> leaving tracers behind. Exactly. Them. Yeah. But the the planets that we're zooming past look surprisingly not awful. Yeah, it's not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Did you you knew this is this is the crappy CGI movie going into? No. It, right? I did oh, not. Really? No. Oh, you're. I was in. Wow. I thought maybe that was half the impetus for no, this. No, I didn't know about the the. The, uh, no. <laughs> this movie, look, I remember, like, the two seconds of CGI I saw when my family sneaked into that theater. 
I remember the CGI looking every bit as dodgy then as it does now. Mm. It's not even one of those things where like it kind of tricked on you. Were like, oh, wow. no, this it just looked like oh everything looks like extra fake plastic with yeah. no textures on it. But anyway, so go ahead. But you... then it's Earth. It's I Earth. Starlight, Starbright trailer park which is a cute name for that trailer park i do like the sign how it like you know the, the different words turn on turn off mm-hmm. it's got that blue star that becomes a thing at the it's top morning of the time it's a trailer park everybody's really loud and neighborly yeah oh my electricity's not on i don't want to miss my soaps have you ever seen batters not included yeah yeah this is that kind of like world building of the neighborhood of like everybody the loves old... each other yeah everyone's blowjobs in the dark <laughs> everybody's blowjobs in <laughs> the, the dark. working title just, of this film just just like short circuit and batteries. Low down in the dark sounds like a great like forgotten Stephen King story. Uh, Actually, that's the ending of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Spoilers for it, which come, which actually is in theaters by the time people hear this. In theaters now. Use the coupon code two fucking idiots to get ten dollars <laughs> off your ticket. Blowjobs, B I T D. <laughs> yeah, use the coupon code blowjobs in the dark. Can we just so, change the episode title? <laughs> episode 111. <laughs> Blowjobs. Really, what the hell are they talking about? Oh. Well, I've okay. never experienced it before. It was my first time. It's great. So. I came on the wall. Oh, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, trailer park trash. Oh, that's judgmental. Except they're not trashy. No, they're just people. They're just human beings, like people who live in, happen to live in trailer <laughs> parks in real life. I kind of wonder why... <laughs> I wonder why it's not just a town. I, I I'm assuming because like maybe they thought it was too Spielbergish if they actually just lived in a normal I like think suburb. Because it like suburbs are kind of idealized back then. Yeah, and, and it and does. He's, he wants to get out of the trailer park. That makes does make was Alex Rogan yeah. more of an underdog that he lives in a trailer park. Yeah, yeah. Because real... well, and they even make a joke about it later that everyone lives in houses that no one actually uses the houses to go anywhere with. His yeah. little brother Lucas is shooting people with a suction cup gun. That kid's a fucking turd. <laughs> He's an '80s movie little brother. I... It's what they did back. It's exactly I... how they were. This back is one of those things where, like, you wonder if they just put this kid in there just to like, like appease the little kids. Like, oh, we need to have like the little kids have their own avatar in this movie and like yeah, you need a perverted little brother in it yeah at least movie. the kid's a pervert i like the fact that he's not super idealized he's not like a goonie he's just an asshole mm. yeah and he goes and sees alex our hero of the story who's playing a starfighter video game well the thing is so at the camera's going flying through the town like one of the old ladies elvira her tv antenna's gonna got knocked out so she can't watch her soaps she doesn't have electricity or electricity and so she yells to Lewis, like, okay, go, go, go get your brother. I need someone to fix my electricity. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Lewis runs upstairs to where the grocery store for the trailer park is. Yeah. And then has, yeah, the last Starfighter game. And a yeah. cat on top of it. And mm-hmm. Alex is playing. But he, he doesn't want to fix the old lady's electricity. He wants to go hang out with all of his shitty friend, friends. Yeah. We're going to go have fun. He doesn't seem to be friends with these people. They're content living in this shitty nowhere town. <laughs> he's not. What? You bunch of assholes. He's, I guess you could go without me. His only link to these guys seem to be his girl, his super hot girlfriend, mm-hmm. who is friends with these guys. And they're all going to go out to the lake or something like that. And his super hot girlfriend in little tight shorts... Is all like, we're going out the lake. You want to come with me? He's like, no, I got to fix fucking Elvira's TV. I'll then see you guys later. Then she's like, oh, I'll stay here with you. And he's like, no, you go have fun. Yeah. I'll be mad at you later <laughs> about it. He's kind of sulky, <laughs> sulky, sir. Well, yeah, he's a teenage kid. What are you gonna do? He's not like, mm-hmm. yeah, 
He's not going to handle this responsibly. Later, uh, that scene finishes, and later, wind, <laughs> that's, wind that's blows. He looks at a Planet Mobile hanging from his ceiling. It's symbolism and shit. Maybe, he whispers some words, which I, I had know. to turn. I rewound it and turned on the subtitles. He's actually mouthing whatever the people outside his window are saying. I guess the idea that like these old people have had these conversations so many times he has them memorized. Yeah. But this is totally like an E.T. moment of him... He's inside of his wind dusty, chimes yeah, and wind chimes and wind blowing in his hair, and the scene the goes mobile. on for like way too long. Yeah, it's eighties and shit, and the music's like do do do. Yeah, he's longing to go away, specifically to space. Like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, but now he's back to playing some Starfighter. Yeah, he and just runs upstairs. And, Otis yeah. comes and talks to him. Heart to heart, life to life, change comes. You gotta grab with both hands, hold on tight, or else you could use it. Blah blah blah. I'm setting you up to do things with your life. So the girlfriend gets dropped off after having a fun day at the beach. He acts all salty about it. Yeah, oh, only salty for a second. She comes well, up and she's, she's all like, like making goo goo eyes at him. What happened to everybody else? They went to go see a movie. Oh, and old Jack Blake just happened to give you a ride home, huh? He lives on the other side He's of town. He's very yeah. charming, this Alex character. Oh, yeah, like I said, she makes goo goo eyes at him and he does melt really well, quickly. Like, and they do, they are very cute to each other. I get home to you. <laughs> oh, Man, this lady who plays his girlfriend, I think I thought she was cute. In this movie, mm-hmm. I didn't have like a big bone of front when I was a kid. I didn't realize I had mentioned this uh, this on the podcast before, but there's a documentary on Netflix about the Canon Film Group, which made a bunch of other sh- eight, shitty shitty movies in the eighties. Uh-huh. And uh, she's actually in that, and because she was in the movie produced by them called The Apple. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And I always thought she was super hot in that documentary because like she looks super hot now, even though she's like sixty years old. Mm-hmm. She looks like she does look like this, except slightly older. Yeah. But, like, she's one of those people, she's barely, she's got, you know, some crow's feet. She's obviously older now than she was before, but, like, I'm kind of, like, watching the documentary, I'm like, she's my mom's Asian. How you doing? <laughs> so it's kind of funny to see, like, this 19-year-old version of her again. Now I'm actually like, how you doing? Mm. But, yeah, but, yeah, so they're, they're, they're kind of fussing at each other a little bit, but. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. He gonna get a super duper high score on the video game. Well, it's weird because as soon as he kind of like stops being an asshole, he suddenly starts to do like better in the game, and everyone realizes like, oh my god, he's got over nine hundred thousand points. The high score. He's going for the record. Yeah, Otis. everybody in the trailer park comes out to watch. Yeah, Otis. I don't know why I remember Otis's name, but Otis the black guy goes and hauls everyone else in and go like, eh, Alex is going to break the record. It's dumb. <laughs> What? And the you game know? looks boring and dumb as hell, too. <laughs> well, especially to our eyes. Back in the day, it would have been cool to have a game like that. Yeah. Um, I, and this is a ridiculous moment, but this does show how small life is in this trailer park town that, like, <laughs> Alex game. getting the high score on the shitty game is like the it's like but the it's Super just Bowl like in for Tron where he had the fucking main guy had all those ladies hanging off his arms while he's trying to get the high to score in that arcade. This game. is more believable than a bunch of old people with nothing else else in their lives in the mid eighties without access to the internet or maybe not even newspapers. I guess it's, would it's, be well, rather than like ladies being into some dude who's just about to win Space Invaders. Yeah. That's that's even more ridiculous. And a record breaker. Yeah, he lives a very exciting. Life. Everyone cheers and yeah, it really is a celebration. Even Flash Wars a couple hours later, kind of suggesting there like there was like an all night party or something like that. Like everyone's like finally breaking up and going home and <laughs> champagne corks are popped. He gets a Gatorade <laughs> bucket dumped on his head. Half naked. There was this last Starfighter orgy where everyone's just been sucking dicks. Otis in the dark. holds out a jar and is like, "All right, everybody, put your keys in." <laughs> exactly. 
so later he's sitting on a bench with Maggie, his girlfriend, and she seems pensive about something, and then she says, Night, Alex. And he's like, What do you mean, night? She's like, I just never, I guess it just hit me that you really are gonna go away. The success of this video game has made me <laughs> realize <laughs> this, you're destined for track. something greater. Do you think you'll ever get sucked into space by the music man as a result of this high school? <laughs> Yeah. And then he's like, no, we're both going to leave. I'm going to go get an apartment in college, and then I'll I'll send for you. Yeah. I'll beckon you to come to me. <laughs> I will snap my fingers, and you shall come. Yeah. In every way you can oh. imagine. Uh, but she, he thinks she's scared of leaving the trailer park. But no, <laughs> He does put his hands on his hip like Peter Pan, <laughs> knocks his head to the side. Are you scared of leaving this park? But no matter what happens, it's Dempel Ebel. They kiss. His yeah. little brother sees them from his bedroom where he's watching like a creep and goes, Diarrhea. You <laughs> as a kid, so I hated 80s. this. I was this kid's age and I hated this kid. Oh my, it is really, I get it. At least it's not an idealized cute cherubic, cherubic kid. Oh, so fuck this <laughs> So kid. he goes inside his trailer park to talk to his mom. He's like, Mom, someday they're going to say this is where all began. I what? broke the Starfighter record. How much has this game been built up in these people's heads? Yeah. Were they and like she, this about the Frogger well, machine that got replaced with the Starfighter machine? And she responds correctly and goes, oh, that's nice, dear. That's, hmm. dear. All right. She's very worried. Woohoo! She starts calling the psych ward. He's like, we need to get this kid fixed. And he's like, nice. That's stupendous. And she's like, hey, yo, not to rear your parade, but uh, here's some mail. They came for you at the diner. And... You didn't get the loan. You can still go to City College with your friends. And he, like, goes, <laughs> and throws a piece of paper down and runs out of the trailer park. Yeah. What a weenie. And he's outside, and he's holding a piece of paper again. And he looks at it, crumples it up, throws it at the Starlight, Starlight oh, sign, and it goes, Rejection. conk. Yeah. It's a piece of paper. It's not going to conk. put a rocket in it. Just the, yeah. Um, he's pouting. And if this were now, he could just go on DeviantArt art and work it out by drawing some sexy Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. fan fiction. But like, yeah. So he's pouting, but then he hears a Starfighter game going off. It's flashing and shaking. It's like, yeah, like, then, you don't, yeah. And then a reject card from the 1970s Disney Futureland shows up this out of is... nowhere. Oh, the, the... I'm assuming Ron Cobb, his design for this was better on paper than in real life because this does look like some shaky ass Star Tours yeah. shit. The door opens all DeLorean style, and the yeah. music man calls out to Alex. He says, who broke the record on that game? And then he sees Alex, and he goes, oh, you're a little older than I was hoping. <laughs> I mean, expecting, uh, boy. He has to put away his taser gun in his, uh, in his bag. I guess you'll have to do, uh, <laughs> climb in my car and free candy and stuff in well, the backseat. Or maybe, seat. like, his, uh, Robert Preston's eyes are suddenly open to the possibilities of an older man with a larger penis. He's like, you know what? I wasn't expecting this, but I'm going to go in this direction anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's Centurion. He invented that game. Centauri. Centauri, sorry. Yeah, I had to think about it. I was yeah. like, wait, what is, yeah. We have to talk on a matter of mo- utmost importance. Stepped into my office. That's it. That's it. Come on now. Nothing to be afraid of. All these things are so- things somebody says when there's something to be super afraid of. Alex ain't got like nothing they, else going like on they, in his life. It's like they had to AD the R that line in because they were like, dude, don't have a character get into a car with a stranger. Little kids are going to see this movie. So he has to be like, come on. Come on, would. you can do it. You're a big boy. Get in your car. <laughs> I want to see the ultimate version, uh, the ult- alternate version of this movie where Lewis happens to be up there and 
claims that he's the one who... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I broke that record, yeah. And he ends up in space and dies with the rest of the Starfighters. <laughs> the movie's only half an hour long, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. But yeah, Alex is stupid enough to get in the car. Yeah. Alex, yeah, fucking and Robert then, Preston's all like, oh, yeah, meet he, my well, friend. Yeah, meet my friend. He tries to shake the hand, but it zaps him, and then that guy gets out of the car and runs off. <laughs> Alex doesn't bother to go, oh, you may actually get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. So he asks him if he's interested in an opportunity, and thusly kidnaps him. Da, da, he won't, da, da, he da, won't da. tell him where they're going. <laughs> he wants it to be a surprise. This is all bad. I mean, granted, mm. Robert Preston, you could easily overpower <laughs> him in, in, if shit gets bad enough, but like. They're driving through a tunnel, and there's a bunch of like road out signs and shit, and he's like, no, the road! And he looks back at him and says, where we're going, we won't need roads. I am shocked because Back to the Future must have been filming as this movie was made. I'm kind of surprised they didn't change the DeLorean. That's fine. You got phone call shit happens. No, it wasn't a phone call. It's telling me to enter my hours for work. Oh, it is noon. It is uh, but noon. yeah, so the car fly. It really. Well, aside from the fact that it has the gold wing doors, but it does fly. The wheels turn just like the mm-hmm. Back to the Future car does when yeah. it flies. There's a moment where I'm kind of surprised that they let that be the ending of Back to the Future, especially with this being such. Nobody a... saw this movie. <laughs> then again, Steven Spielberg was probably watching this, going, "You know what? This movie's enough of a rip off of me. I don't think anyone's going to criticize me if I rip off them a little bit." But yeah, yeah so Steven Spielberg. Well, he produced Back to the Future. It's Bob Zemeckis yeah. who made, wrote, okay. directed it. But you know what? I, but like, you know, I guess they weren't aping Robert Zemeckis when they made this movie. They were specifically going, oh, "That Spielberg guy, yeah. huh? He thinks he's the only one who can have guys with '80s hair looking up at mobiles inside of shitty trailer park homes in the mid <laughs> mid 1980s." Fuck. So yeah. they they fly into space. Boop 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 First real good look at the CGI in this film. Yeah. Centauri then freaks Alex out by wiping off his face. For no reason! Only to put it back on. That's actually one of my abiding memories Alrighty. watching this as a kid. I was like, what? Because that's freaky as shit. Yeah, and it's never explained eyeballs. why he does it. Nope. Yeah, and they're like mechanical eyeballs in his hand, too. It's not even like gelatinous, like, ah. Uh. So. He then... doesn't even wipe, because you think he'd be like wiping his face off or yeah. like wiping his real face off or some explanation. Like, well, he's got a rag that can off. just pop it off and pop it back on. Right? Yeah, never and no, it's never explained. Just, yeah. They fly through space, and then they fly onto a terrible CGI planet, which only the most stating, cutting, state-of-the-art art, computer graphics, the Lappy 486 has to offer. This is some fucking Nintendo 64, goddamn. <laughs> this is some fucking dinosaur planet shit going on here. Mm. Yeah. It's Mario 60, Mario Kart 64. All those, all those games look better than this. <laughs> well, you know what? I looked up the processing power of the supercomputer... Which gets its own credit in the movie. It's super supercomputer, the Cray XMP. Mm. Uh, essentially, the computing power of a GameCube or a PlayStation Two. Nice. Which explains a lot about the graphics in this mm. movie. Which, to be for for the time, they are pretty good. But like, they were not up to the photo. Like, you're never going to be tricked into thinking these were like models or anything like no. that. No, this is yeah. We'll return after these messages. You. Stand between us and the black terror of the Kodash. For every Earthling who's ever dreamed of adventures beyond the stars, comes the astonishing story of one who made it. Alex? I'm Alex. Alex Rogan is the last Starfighter. Rated PG. Now at select theaters. Check newspapers for locations and showtimes. We now return to the Transformers. So they they land in there. Uh, yeah, the so the 
and the, then, the and base is like this like little Nintendo 64 fortress in the middle, like on the side of a mountain. Yeah, in space. Yeah. And some lady with a receding hairline that would make Bruce Willis jealous greets oh them. Oh my god. And beckons him to follow her. This, I think watching this uh, this movie as a kid, this is the point where I started jumping off. <laughs> what? Because Why would you do that? the fact that all the good aliens in this movie look like fucking an old bald man. With a, kind of a smooth scrotum for a forehead. It's just, no. No? This is the latest. You, you don't... I can see that they're trying to make these, these aliens look kind of like appealing and they're the underdog, so you don't want to make them super scary or weird looking. Mm-hmm. But like, no. It's the laziest design just to have something have a big it, forehead. It is like bad Star Trek aliens. And not even not in a fun, good way. It's just like, and the ladies look really <laughs> extra weird. Yeah. And like, it's just, nah, I'm, I'm out. You fucked up. This is already, I don't like these people. Yeah. And mischievous children's music plays as he moves through what apparently is a Rilo space, and it's all. <laughs> fucking the Cheers guy had his kids coming and jam on. No, on, no on, one, no uh, one speaking English to him. It's I also do whimsical like that and touch. strange. The future is now. Yeah, I do like. Uh, I think it's a while yet. It's not even here yet, but he goes for the, like the first fifteen minutes on Rylos, not even understanding any. Everyone's like, he's taking it very well. He's so he's amazed. got launched into space, taken to an alien like base, and he and never really questions any of it. He's just like, like huh. well, this is most peculiar. From the moment that they <laughs> land to the moment where like the fucking holographic guy shows up and starts threatening to kill everyone, like Alex really doesn't even say anything. He's just constantly wandering around, mm-hmm. following the camera, just kind of like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. It's so back on Earth. Alex's little brother is going through his Playboys, looking for the June issue, and there's a body on the bed under the covers, moaning and shit. Meg comes in and is like, "Is Alex awake yet?" And he's like, "He's been moaning all night." Which happened was so supposed he, to be like a masturbating then, joke or know. something. And he leaves the room, and then Maggie's like, Your mother told me about the loan. Is there anything I can do? She leaves. And then a horrible, pulsating flesh monster lifts the covers off his face and goes, Oh, no, nightmares. I'm rum, rum, nightmares for life. This is the other thing. It covers itself If you saw this movie as a kid, that would be probably your lasting impression of this movie. just. I, like, no eyelids. Just fucking... It looks like he's made out of semen. His skin is just... Yeah, which... I mean, as a kid, you can obviously tell it's a fake puppet with, like, air bladders. But it's still just gruesome enough to still be haunting. It's gross as hell. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's... I'm just like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> yeah, this movie is uncannily gross in all the worst ways. Where mm. it's not like... It's still memorable, but, like... Instead of being fun and pleasant, you're just like... Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So, back in space, Alex goes to the command center. It's full of dumb-looking aliens and bad CGI spaceships. Oh, that's uh, the other thing, too. Especially when you're com- contrasting all the live-action live stuff directly against cutting away to, like, Alex looks up, and since they can't, like, blue, I guess they didn't want to blue-screen him against the CGI because that would look extra weird. Yeah. He just kind of looks up, and here's this random CGI footage of a gun star mm-hmm. just being put back into its, like, launch bay yeah. and you're supposed to in your mind's eye you're supposed to think that these wow. are both taking place in the same place and you never do that it no. just looks like oh meanwhile on this dude's laptop computer <laughs> screen over here yeah it's mm-hmm. yeah so they put a translator on him now he understands he goes to a briefing room with a bunch of other recruits looking like fucking dumb reject halloween masks like 
Yeah, they look like Halloween. Well, like a couple guys have like these ill-fitting baseball caps on top of their Halloween mask heads, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like I can see what they were going for. But even on, it's good, just funny because I was talking about how Ron Cobb was one of the designers of the aliens in, in the Alien Cantina. Well, whoever executed on the designs for this, yeah, are just terrible like makeup and puppet. It's not very convincing. It's all just great. Granted, this movie's not supposed to be a super serious science fiction movie, but it's it can still, still like look good. It's uh, that's the thing with Star Wars. You can still prove it. It's all at least. I mean, even the aliens in Cantina look like kind of like crap, but they still look like the fun kind of crap. This just looks like a spirit of Halloween just gone berserk a little yeah. bit. And there's only like like twelve pilots, so it's not even like a huge legion of pilots or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I do like the design of the tentacle guy. He steps on the guy's yeah, tentacle. Right. He gets so, up and starts barking at yeah, Alex. Yeah, some that ambassador is going to talk, and Alex works his way to his chair, steps on something's tentacle, it gets mad. He said, oopsie doodle, and sit down. <laughs> and what an exciting first half an hour of this movie. And the ambassador gets up to talk, which is especially weird, because I was convinced that this was... Not only does this guy look like kind of like the guy who does the exact same job of exposition at the end of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's an old guy with a beard and a white coat. I was convinced it was the same actor. It's not the same actor, but it's totally that same Pokemon archetype. Mm. And he gets up and starts talking about how, what is it? I don't know. Prince Zur is going to use the Codan Armada to get break into the space frontier? Yeah. And invade the Star League and with fuck his, everyone up. With his 18 ships that he's got. <laughs> and also... I guess later on, so I guess the frontier is like this spheric minefield that's been set up to keep bad guys so, from getting yeah. in to fuck us up. Uh-huh. And Prince Zor has just figured out a way to get through that. Uh-huh. And because he is the son of this ambassador dude who's the leader of the Star League, which is the good people, uh-huh. he's the only one who knows where to attack to fuck up the Star League headquarters, which you think they would just move the headquarters as soon as this guy turned evil like a decade ago, or whenever he turned evil. Mm. You think, like, maybe we should all just kind of move our shit. But no, they just kind of stay here. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, the the dude's just giving all this extra... He's so, the, this is essentially our information dub set is setting up the yeah. world. I'll, I'll give them the credit for one thing. Yeah. And that's, uh, you see all of the recruits, and there's two of every type of alien, just like on Noah's Ark. And <laughs> or an and, easy way to reuse a mold. And, but Alex, there's no there's no navigator. There's a pilot and a navigator, and there's no navigator. And I was convinced that since he was playing the video game and his little brother was standing next to him being like, Do that one! Shoot that guy! Watch out for that guy! I thought for sure they were gonna pull his little brother in and he was gonna be the navigator. Oh, did you saw, uh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I thought for sure that was gonna happen, but it yeah. didn't. I forgot and that because, like, good yeah. job not doing that because that would have made the last half <laughs> I, part of this movie unbearable. I didn't even pick up on the fact there's two of each creature, too. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. So they can fuck. <laughs> once they've. The, Celebration time. Once they beat Zur, they, they could just get together inside the cabin of their fucking star gun and just mm-hmm. fucking. Oh. And Alex is just like, huh, this is all very interesting. And uh, he's still just kind of like looking around. Chill. Like, even when they start, they all stand up and go, victory or death! Victory or death! Victory or death? He's just like, yes, victory or death, I see. Hmm. I would have been like, I think I want to go home now. I do love how Robert, oh, Pre- Robert Preston reappears for the first time. And I do love how he's kind of like half-hearted, like, yeah, victory or death. Yeah, he's like yeah, running yeah. around, he's scheming and doing shit. I do like he's just kind of like, yeah, kind of like just giving face to like, yeah, victory or death, victory or death, mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah. So Alex chases down Music Man, but before he can get to him, he bumps into what I can only describe as a sentient poop. <laughs> 
in humanoid for- form that laughs like Dom DeLuise. <laughs> this guy. This is a terrible, terrible <laughs> alien design. Especially because he's got fringe on his head that makes his head look like a cock. Yeah. A little bit like <laughs> he's just a enough cock. where it's just like he's a shitty dick. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like someone's ass that's been pulled out of someone's dick. Someone's ass that's been pulled out of somebody's dick. Strike that, reverse it. <laughs> it just... I mean, I love the performer under the makeup. I love the idea of the character. He's this, like, really funny, gregarious dude. Oh, so funny. Well, but you compared to everything else in this movie. I guess. Uh, do you recognize this performer? I, I, I knew who it was because you had mentioned... Yeah, in Robocop, was, yeah. he's the old man in Robocop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is weird because he was an old man. This is not a young performer under all that makeup. This is like no. a seven-year-old man. Yeah. Being all like, <laughs> yeah. And like, but yeah, he uh, the, the 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 turd man's name is Greg. He gives Alex a hand up, pulls him up on his feet. Mm-hmm. And Alex lets Mister Dookie know that he don't want to be a starfighter. <laughs> Mister Dookie. Dookie's I, all taken aback. He's like, what? And he's like, where are you from? And he's like, I'm from Earth. And he's like, oh, why Earth isn't in, set to be involved in any of this shit for? Uh, oh. Yeah, and he brings the Robert, yeah, years. Music Man's passing by, and he's like, hey, Music Man, what the fuck are you doing bringing Earthlings into this? And then yeah. Music Man's all like, oh, Earth, Earth's threatened too, right? Like, if Zerg invades, everyone's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, also, fucking uh, Mr. Hanky is also messing with this, like, red-tubed thing, <laughs> yeah. which is actually a prop that shows up on a shitload of Star Trek episodes later. Mm. Yeah. So, the, um... <sighs> so, yeah, Alex is like, yeah, that guy recruited me right there, and and... Why, I heard he sold Starfighter arcade games to Brockway, Octonville, and North Haberbrook. <laughs> so they chase him down. And then Alex wants to go home, but Music Man's like, shit, boy, you coward. Wow, I never even thought about could take it in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> actually, oh, man. Phil, actually, Phil Hartman is the same character. Could have actually been funnier. Yeah. But, yeah. So Alex is like, you didn't tell me about all this war shit. And... It's they are it's shit happens and they all decide. Well, it yeah. is a cute cut because he's like Robert Preston's all like, "Wow, you don't want to go home, do you?" And suddenly just smashes cut to they're flying home. <laughs> like, well, no, it does not. Doesn't it? No, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, that arcade game was an a, te- a test, a test I sent out across the universe. Oh, and, this is the explanation for the. And here you yeah. are. Oh, and he's okay. like, yeah, about to be killed. And he says, pshaw, and then a giant stupid floating head is in the middle of the room. Oh, this happened. It's Zer. <laughs> Zer, which it's I guess ambassador can just beam in and yell at everyone whenever he wants. He is presented as a holographic head because he acted his ass off so hard he lost the rest of his body. He, this guy he, is like, bah, 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 bah. he chewed the scenery so hard he ate his home body. Yep. <laughs> yeah. This is. I appreciate the energy this actor puts into this role, but like. I get, what a I, useless character. It's this is the I, I I could go on about like about how like you know Star Wars was trying to do like a kind of revitalization of all the 1930s serials, but it brought enough of its own. It was also mixing together enough other different genres to kind of create this whole new thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas like stuff like this and other things which were trying to ape Star Wars, which just kind of like lazily kind of recycled that whole 1930s serial thing without bringing anything interesting or new to it. Yeah. This is what it produced where, like, it's kind of funny that this guy's like, oh, all Emperor Ming, like, I shall destroy your planets and stuff. Yeah. And but, his, like, his you de- never get uh, not, you never get the impression for a moment that this world's been fleshed out any more than just, like, This guy doesn't I guess seem like just... a threat because his dad's like, hey, you're just a kid. And he's like, a kid who caught your shitty spy. Look at this! 
And so a guy pops up on one of the screens and then they melt him. It's kind of yeah. graphic. He's, this, He's yeah. all, <laughs> screaming his ass Again, this movie kind of being like an amazing stories episode, but occasionally, again, this guy's skull gets melted and blood yeah. bursts out and stuff. Yeah. You're like, oh, I, I, I'd say movie. it's fairly graphic, but it's yeah. got nothing on Raiders. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Although Raiders is kind of building up to that. It's Imagine if people's heads randomly melted throughout all of Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sweet. That would be... That'd be... <laughs> they keep trying to open up the arc. Maybe this time. Oh, <laughs> 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 the other Nazis are like... Close it! Oh. <laughs> Maybe this time. <laughs> the whole time, and he's chasing the on uh, the truck chase. You see a little a little glowing light coming out of the back of the yeah. truck, and just, another scream. Yeah, and just, like, <laughs> and just uh, somebody flops out the back, and the head just. <laughs> oh god, yeah. But okay, so that's that. That leads to Alex being like, "Oh shit, I'm getting the fuck out of here." And then the the funny smash cut to they're already in space. Well, away. Uh, he's like, "You got to the full eclipse, and then we're gonna invade you." And the music man goes. <laughs> you still want to go back to Earth and miss all this excitement? And then the scene cuts to them flying back to Earth to miss all the excitement. Yeah, and Music Man's all put out like, oh, I can't believe you're going to put all this work into merchandising and making that game and everything like that, and you're just going to waste it. He's super sour fucking mm-hmm. about this. I'm like, man, Well, fucking... he was getting money for, like, recruiting him. Yeah. He was presumably, yeah. 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 So now we're in another section of space at this place called the Frontier where there's tons of CGI satellites floating around in a grid. Yeah. Somehow this was keeping all the bad guys in the universe out of the yeah. good part of space. Ships are landing on This is on some fucking white ship. flight shit. And it's, I guess it's cutting a hole in the force field. It's never really explained mm. what the hell's happening. Because they're doing yeah. a laser thing and yeah. like... Evil dudes dressed in red suits that look like those protective boxing outfits are standing around. These guys are dressed in like red leather pillows. They look so comfy when they sit. And then some some weenie guys like Lord Zer ordered me to bring his scepter. And Zer, so Zer's like, look at my scepter, isn't it neat? He makes a big deal out of beautiful scepter. Is it? Yeah, it's just. And then some wrinkly poo man whose face looks like somebody stuck a blender in it and turned it on is this like, guy... it takes more than a scepter to rule. And he's like, more than a scepter? Oh, what's this? Clink! And a little knife pops out of the top of <laughs> it. And he's like, mm, mm, more than a scepter, isn't it? Huh? This has a knife on it. <laughs> he never uses it or anything in the movie. Well, it is funny how the, like, the character does, alien character More than a scepter? What if it also had a knife? And he's like, well, fuck, you got me there. I guess you are said to rule. Yeah, the guy's like, I have a fucking laser gun on my hip. Like, you got a fucking <laughs> knife. Like, I'm supposed to be... Th- yeah, do you understand what kind of universe we're living in? Like, a knife blade is not, like, what... Mm-hmm. You don't want to bring that to a laser gun yeah. fight. What are you Wrinkle doing here? Wrinkle Pooh guy's like, shit, yeah, uh, that's what I'm talking how about. How aliens are in this a, universe? A, a knife scepter. The- that's how you rule, and they high-five so hard, they explode in the movie Presumably, you can trick someone to get within three inches of your scepter so you can stab them. Yeah. Which, it's a blood instrument. You can just beat somebody to death yeah. with it. Like, what does the knife blade do? Um... But yeah, did you ever see that chart that shows like the different kinds of stools you can produce? Yeah. I like how that must have been the basis for some of the characters <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. Like hard lumpy stool versus soft <laughs> ragged stool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad guys here are the ra- soft ragged stool aliens. I guess Greg is the hard lumpy poops mm. aliens. Yeah. Yeah, so he walks off all mm-hmm, scepter. Yeah, he sashays around. And it's... one of the other wrinkly poo guys is like, "How much longer must we handle this buffoon?" And the bad guy lifts up his hand to be like, "Shush!" And I like that he's just wearing like a fucking uh, stretchy glove. Yeah, doesn't look intimidating. No, at all. like alien mitt glove no. makeup or anything like that. Oh, also the defining characteristic of the senior poop alien 
is he's got this little he's got the power plastic... level from the yeah from Dragon Ball Z on his or his like he's like he's using sometimes. like that that headset controller from the NES or yeah. something like that that like kind of like they spent half the movie's effects budget on making it flip in front of his eye and back whenever he's gonna say something profound yeah. yeah. That's like that guy's one defining characteristic. So they made a hole in the shield, and the wrinkle poop guy is like, "Fire that weapon, yo!" The but meteor then, gun. And then Zer is like, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Did you forget I'm really shitty, and I got put in charge of this ship? Only I get to say when to fire, because making enemies on all sides of all the conflicts is what I do. I give the orders around here. Bake them away, toys. What'd you say, Zer? Do what the kid says." <laughs> I thought for a moment, because they just introduced Zero's got a knife blade in this thing, I thought this was going to be the thing where the villain shows how evil he is by killing his own henchmen. I thought so, too. Which, be granted, that's not not necessarily... St- uh, the scene would have been better by playing that stereotype. This guy's so, like, kind of, like, just, like, weak-willed and uninteresting that he doesn't even bother to go through with that. He just kind of like says, well, I get to make the commands, and then he makes the commands, and their spaceship shits out a bunch of rocks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they shoot a couple, shoots a couple dookie balls into a hole in the force so field. So presumably they're at the edge of this force field. It's supposed to be the edge of our galaxy, but they they they. This is a good shot. If they're shitting rocks into the force field and ma- manage to hit like a planet deep inside the soul, uh, the galaxy, mm. not just hit a planet, but like hit this tiny little star base yeah. on the planet. This is good fucking aim from yeah. like. Literally half a yeah. galaxy away. At Good Guy Central, they're getting alerts that they're unidentified cool objects headed their way. So people start putting on helmets and shit. Yeah. And all the confusion. Well, presumably the pilots There's, are going off to get into yeah. their gun stars to start. There's a, a, a spy guy who puts some C4, just playing up straight up C4. The spy guy? Who I always thought was a fat lady. Old fat lady. <laughs> Maybe a spy guy. Hmm. Uh, was one of the people I think was like they've got like a gambling. It the, yeah, it was the guy that was giving money to a poker to hat. Centuri or whatever. Yeah. So earlier, but now they show up. It turns out they're bad guy. They're working for Captain Butthead. Yeah. Literally Butthead. Yeah. Put a piece of a plastic explosive on 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 the computer that's controlling the repulsor guns mm-hmm. that are protecting. There's only two guns. Yeah. <laughs> protecting this whole base. And it's got no backup system. No so backups, no kaboom, force fields. Everything blows up. Yeah. Oh no! It's sad. It's the worst special effects too, because it's like a little CGI base when they cut out to the... And then it explodes, but it's like a real, like, photographed explosion projected over the CGI base, and it just looks chintzy as shit, yeah. And back at the bad guy base, they're all pretty stoked, but they find out from their spot, spy that one starfighter escaped. And, oh, we better get him! So which but it, I thought they meant that like Grig. I thought they were talking about Grig, but no, I guess no. they're talking about I mean we find out that Grig later on survived, but like yeah. yeah, for some for some reason they managed to figure out that Alex which who gives a shit? He doesn't have a spaceship, he's just gone back to Earth. Yeah. Like why do they care at this point anyway? On Earth, a magical spaceship that uh Music Man pilots is broken down and Alex is like it's just Please, a it's called the Star Car. Oh <laughs> TM <laughs> <laughs> According to the merchandise I saw in the film about this yeah. last night that was never actually produced. Oh, good. Yeah. Alex is like, oh, it's just a few more miles. I guess I can walk it. So Music Man climbs out from out of the car. He's like, here. It tosses him small something or other. It's he does wave goodbye with his foot a second for a chance. Moment, but yeah. it's, if you change your mind, hit that button, and you're going to be a superstar. Touch the flavor crystals. And Alex is like, I'm not a superstar. I'm just a, some kid from a trailer park. 
And Music Man is like, if that's what you think, that's all you'll ever be. And then he drives away, not offering to give Alex a ride for the last few miles. Like, he's so down. salty about that. It's like, fine, you get to walk home in the fucking desert oh, sun. Oh, no, Bill, he wants to be a somebody. He had his chance to be a somebody, but now he's back to being a nobody in a trailer park. But he's somebody who can get his dick wet at the trailer park because he's so got a hot again. girlfriend. It's night when Alex gets back to the trailer park. <laughs> he's like... He runs into Maggie. Who promptly slaps him in the face because she told him, how do you put it? Me and my strange sexual urges aren't talking to you anymore. He's confused. So he goes to his bedroom and meets the beta Alex. It's another version of him. Yeah, it turns out the semen man turned into him. Uh-huh. A, a clone what, of him. What a twist. What will happen? I guess, according to the making of stuff about this movie, which there's not a lot of, uh, one of the big tri- uh, bits of trivia was this: uh, the beta unit character went over so well with test audiences they actually went back and filmed a bunch of extra scenes for him in the movie. Mm. So I guess this movie would have only been nine. 90- like this movie's already only ninety minutes long. I guess it could have only been like an hour long if they mm. did stuff it with more beta uh, gags and stuff. Elsewhere, yeah. Budget Burt Reynolds is getting out of the car. Oh, so this is. You never seen much Star Trek. No, I've seen Star Trek. Have you seen Star Trek: Deep Space Nine? I've seen some of it. Gold Ducat. This is the guy who plays the main villain on on uh, uh-huh. Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Gold Ducat. This is Mark Alamo. There's actually a whole bunch of Star Trek people in this. I'll get to that when we're at the end of the movie. But he he. But he, yeah, he's a guy with a mustache. He's hitchhiking. He's got a laser blaster in his jacket. I. He walks past the Starfighter arcade game. <laughs> it turns on, blasts him with light, and his human face is gone. Now replaced with a stupid-looking mask. As a kid, I thought the last Starfighter arcade unit turned him into a monster bounty hunter. Mm. But he's when he gets out of the car, he's already got a space laser gun. Yeah. So presumably he was just a bounty hunter pretending to be human. Yes. Why also why he needed to hitchhike there? Why he was just wasn't in a spaceship and just landed? But like Who knows? watching this again, yeah, I was very confused as exactly what the hell's going on. But now I guess is. I guess the last Starfighter machine is sentient enough to, like, be aware of a random alien walking by to kill mm-hmm. the guy who's good at the last Starfighter game to strip him of his magic human facade and turns him back into, a, like, a... <laughs> looks, like an, looks like an alien from the Star Wars cantina that got sat on. Yeah. <laughs> his eyes are, like, below his mouth, and yeah. it's all just, like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like if you have, like, a stress ball of a... I don't know, some kind of dinosaur, and you just smooshed it. Kind of, yeah, kind of like a sloth from the Goonies choked on a football. There you go. So Alex is arguing with Beta Alex. He wants to know why Maggie's mad at him. All that jazz. He's got to get rid of Beta Alex as soon as possible. Then he goes outside, uh, pressing the buttons on the arcade game to have Centauri get back well, and take his they... quote-unquote Tonka toy with him. Oh, okay, yeah. So then stuff starts stalling from the ceiling. The dumb-looking alien is on the roof, because why wouldn't it be? Why, why wouldn't it be on the roof? run up to the roof when it's got a... A, could just rip Alex's head off with its bare hands. B, just shoot Alex the moment it sees <laughs> it's him. It's very scary. The hip beast is an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So the beta comes out, it shoots at him instead, then Sitchuri rolls up in his car, and a lame laser fight breaks out. Shintori shoots the robot, or the alien's arm off, and then shoots it, and it goes what an amazing assassin this alien turned out to be. Yeah, not exactly a threat. Centauri remarks on how stinky it is. He's like, get he a good a... look, Alex. You could bet your asteroids you'll be seeing more of them. I can't believe Robert Price. This is his last movie, and these are the lines he's kind of slow. I'm like, oh, man. Poor music man. 
Still better than Victor Victoria. I that's yeah, actually, yeah. So I actually like this movie. I'm not slagging on it, but like, there's a couple like choice lines where like, oh, it was a Zandozan, but it's not dead. <laughs> that's right. I forgot it's got a name. <laughs> it still has control of his arm. It shoots Centurion in the dick. Centurion shoots the fuck out of the creature, and it burns the ash. And he's like, no doctors, no doctors. He says he's fine, but he's not fine. And he's like, face it, Alex, you're a born starfighter. So they're going to get it doing so right now. They're going to go back to Starfighter Command. And whew, fly into space. I can't remember. They're like, hey, while we go out in space and, and fuck with the aliens, Beta Alex will be down here fucking with the assassins. It'll be awesome. Yeah, all by himself. You think Centauri should have at least given Beta Alex a gun. Yeah, that would have been smart. Come on, man. Help him out here. Yeah. Grant, which, granted, if, if these other hit beasts or anything like this first hit beast, Xandazans, yeah. Uh, Alex, Beta Alex shouldn't have that much to worry about considering how stupid it was. So they yeah. get back to Starfighter Command as they roll up. Oh no! Centauri passes out. He bleeding green blood. They talk and he, about, he keeps on. Yeah. They, they talk about how they have shit tons of money for him. His one true love. He's like, oh, at last, Alex. I want you to know it was for the greatest good I brought you back. Of course, it never hurts to be rich. He dead. I do like he dies with his eyes open, yeah. which is kind of a nice little touch, but yeah. And Which, it, as a kid, this was super sad, though, because you oh, do like it? Robert Preston. is kind of like, oh, right. yeah, I like him. It, I have to admit, it was really weird seeing the music man for the first time, like, it's Centauri. Mm, <laughs> oh, no. But Penis Pooh Man is there, and he's like, off to the next adventure, old friend. <laughs> Jumps out of a toilet. Damn he it. In. I was so emotionally attached to Music Man. Yeah. Now who's going to teach Alex how to play the recorder? I think this is the first time as a kid I ever saw that thing where someone like uses their hands to close someone's eyes, mm. which is such a big trope in movies and TV yeah. shows. I don't know if that ever happens in real life. But, yeah. So but he on... has poopy hand on Robert Preston's <laughs> You nerf. So there's bits of corn selling straight from Robert Preston's face. Oh, God. <laughs> Gross. You know Robert Preston? He's like sitting there going, oh, oh no. Tell me when the shot's done. <laughs> he sticks his tongue out a little bit. Going, oh. That's good. I like it. Greg can't help himself. <laughs> He's being <a> shit. <laughs> so back on Earth, Beta is woken up by strange noises. It's I guess it's the sound of a moth outside his window or something. I don't. Oh, know. Oh yeah, but it's super loud. It's just his and he ears realizes, are acting yeah. up, so he takes his head off to work on it. His little brother's like, "Alec, what's going on?" Because this eighteen-year-old still is sleeping in a bunk bed with his brother. I, I never mean, thought of how weird that is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when does he? Oh, do they have to do it at Maggie's house? Well, I guess they live in a trailer park. They just fuck in the woods i guess i don't know yeah so uh he's like lewis you're having a terrible nightmare go back to sleep so he sees a shooting star outside oh no it's probably an alien this scene has simultaneously the worst and the best gag in the whole movie yeah. where he sees the shooting star that starts to shoot but then it goes down he realizes it's a spaceship yeah and the guy he goes to shake his head but of course he can't shake his head because he's just a head on the table so he has his hands grab himself by the bridge of his nose and shake his head for him. Which is the most... It's the sweatiest ass joke, but I appreciate they went for it and they left it in the film because it's mm. such a dopey, like... I like, like you, film. Yeah. So, uh... Oh, my God. Back in space, Alex is wearing a stupid costume that the Starfighters wear. Yeah, they tried to make the, the reveal of it all dramatic. Yeah. Except, like, 
kind of obscuring him, except we see the fucking poo guy wearing the same thing. Well, everyone's yeah, it's we, not, we've, we've been it's seen, not like yeah, we haven't seen this costume. Well, I guess before. it revealed him in that outfit. It's supposed to be a big thing, but it's just yeah, it's, it's, just like, it's it, it got a. Yeah. If he had a different version or at least a different color of the yeah. outfit or something like that, but no. So I guess the poo guy is his navigator, and he gets a tutorial on how to fly the ship. Oh yeah, they go into the gun star. It turns out it's last one left because they were working yeah. on it. Well, Greg was working on it in the, in the not in the main hangar, but off to the side yeah. where it didn't get blown up. And Mister Dookie's like, "Do you want inv- inverted controls or not? Press all <laughs> three to honk the horn." Hey, this shit's just like the arcade game back home. And the guys in charge of Halo were like, mm, now what we're doing with the beginning of each one of our games from until the <laughs> Look end Look at of the time. four lights. Do you need to invert your controls? Which actually is kind of pretty much what happens here. Yeah, they yeah. Do they, they launch out and they do a whole extended like training of Yeah, Alex, Alex finds out that all the other Starfighters are dead. It's almost like Bill. He might be. They use the last. Oh, the starfighter. bad guys later use the phrase. We're oh, like, he's go, the go, last go, starfighter. Go. Blah blah blah. Yeah. One gosh star gets an armada. How exciting! So Pooh Man's like, try shooting it. Shit, it'll be fun. I so do he... like the bit where the guy, the kid's like, it'll be a slaughter, and like Greg's like, that's the spirit. He's like, no, our slaughter. <laughs> it's yeah. He shoots some things, and the, the Pooh Man gets excited. Some training. And he goes, Interstellar. It's the newest catchphrase all the kids on the playground will be saying for weeks space. after they've seen this movie. Man, they had coloring books and lunch boxes that they never made. There's this whole alternate universe where, like, man, I, I, I'm kind of, I wish I could find, like, like go to Goodwill and get for five cents a, a Last Starfighter thermos. Mm. I missed my opportunity for not be able to do that. So on Earth, Alex Beta is helping Otis put up an antenna. Maggie startles him. He asks her if she smells anything. Yeah. And she's like, sorry about slapping you last night. And he's like, oh, no, it's okay. I am the one who should be sorry. And she's like, maybe I can make it up to you tonight. Oh, I do sexy, appreciate sexy, how Randy sexy. Maggie is. In and all then, situations, she's always down to done. fuck. Yeah. So, she's got, like, little pigtails, too, which I'm like, I ain't going. <laughs> yeah. Alex and Pooh Man are flying around the frontier. <laughs> They see another. You know what? That's actually the title of that chapter stop on the DVD. Yeah. Alex and Pooh Man. Alex and Pooh Man. They see another ship and try to talk to it, but oh, oh no, it shoots at them. Prepare for hot CGI oh, action. It's it's just like one of the fighter craft for the bad guys for yeah. some reason flying around in deep space. But yeah, they essentially first, turns into the first. Yeah. It's the first live target. Get ready, Alex. You can kill a shit out of somebody for the first time in your life. So they fly through some shitty looking caves. It's all very exciting. Well, there's a there's a big fat asteroid that they fly yeah. into, which I forgot that the entire actual like space part of the last starfighter is they launch from the star base, mm-hmm. fly into an asteroid, spend half the movie in there, and then fly out. There's one space battle, and that's the end of the movie. That's yeah. it's not like they go off on a grand adventure or anything like that. But yeah, yeah, and they kill the shit out of somebody. One he innocent it, person. He wins every time. And Pooh Guy's like, you did it! He's like, I did it? You did it! You almost got me killed! And Pooh Guy's like, hey, oh, sorry. I thought you were cool. Turns out you're super not cool. I I... guess I can take you home, big loser. Oh, he's never gonna fit in. It's so wacky. I always did appreciate how Alex freaks out at his first bit of combat. The fact that he's killed somebody. The fact that, like, uh, Pooh Man is being so kind of, like, off the cuff about this. Mm. Like, it makes sense. I mean, this is his first real... Like... Literally a day ago, he was just, like, farting around in a trailer park. Now he's, like, in space killing people. I do, like, instead, like, this first moment of celebration in the movie actually does turn him to going, like, what the fuck is this shit? Which, yeah. I know it's annoying 
as a kid, I thought that was cool. Maybe it's more annoying seeing it, uh, this happen as the first time when you're watching it as an adult, but I thought it was a nice little bit of... It's a character beat I didn't expect. I thought it was going to be a big triumphant. dun da 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 dun da 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 But no, it's like him like, what well, fuck? This yeah. is fucked up. So back on Earth, a cop gets in a car. He smells something stinky. It's a stinky alien. It grabs him and takes his form. Now back into outer space. <laughs> Alex is still flying around with the poo lizards. And... They still poo- just hiding out in the Poo asteroid? guy's like, I like underground. I live in a... I live there. Oh, yeah, with my wifeoid. He shows Alex some photos. He does talk like the internet. Shows Alex some photos. Alex pulls yeah. out his wallet and shows him some I want to go back photos. and redub it so that line is my waifu. Yeah. <laughs> my wifeoid. Oh, yeah, and he pulls out a bunch... He pulls out, like, his iPad. And he's got a bunch of photos, which is obviously just that actor dressed in drag. Yeah. Or, like, it's either that or it's just, like, his face photoshopped into a bunch of photos of, like... His wife and his kids. That's obviously just his face photoshopped onto like a lady and a bunch of kids. Yeah, not, they didn't have the budget for more masks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is it. So, so uh, he comes from a whole planet of poop people. Yeah, like it's. But oh shit, they got an idea. Let the bad guys pass and then attack them from behind. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what well, he does. And him then talking let, about the underground does. And then Mr. Dookie's like, "Oh, that plan might have worked. It's a pity there's no starfighters left to do with." And it, this is the most oh. reverse psychology. Your kid's upset while you're out and about. So, like, let's get you ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, God. Boo, 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 boo. So the, the baddies show up. They shoot them. It's all going, very exciting. Then Alex decides he's going to do it. He's going to be a starfighter. It's very inspirational. If he can be a starfighter, Bill, I can live my dream of figuring out what my dream's going to be. <laughs> if Alex can do this, I can finally beat NES Castlevania without mm. cheating. Mm-hmm. Which I, I still have not yet done. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. The first NES game I ever played, and I still haven't beaten it yet. Loser. It's been 30 plus years, but, yeah. Uh, so, back on Earth. Man, you really can't track these beats. A Damn. story we don't care about is happening. <laughs> no! What are you talking the about? The alien cop is stalking teenagers. Maggie's mad Oh, because everyone Alex. went up to the lake. That's like what Like you're it is. a million miles away. It's funny because oh, he is. This is... Oh, grandpa humor. This is... Mm. It's like this movie is written by Grandpa Simpson. It yeah. is like the most. Wah, wah, wah. Alex is sitting like Beta Alex and Maggie are like sitting on a blanket and they're kind of fighting. And Beta Alex starts leering and spying on two other people having a fight and starts using their words to try to win Maggie. Yeah, he's trying her. to like yeah calm her down. And he's like yeah oh I it wasn't you I the other woman didn't mean anything to me. And she's like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> It's like that's not attractive at all, Mm-mm. which is a shame because she was she was calming down for a little bit, but now yeah. she's of course justifiably upset. Well. And he's yeah. like, "I give up. I'm not Alex. I'm Beta Alex. So Alex he... is up in the sky fighting and shit, and I'm down here." <laughs> the alien cop shoots him in the gut <laughs> again. You know what? My cut of this movie. I want to go back. Cut out all the stuff with the confrontation of the alien. He just gets up, and says, "I'm not Alex. I'm a robot." And you see him steal the truck and just drive it into a into a cop car. <laughs> No nice. Like, he just like kills himself yeah. for no reason. But that's essentially what happens, except there's a little more of a chase. But, well, yeah. uh, the cop shoots um, him in the gut, green blood and sparks fly out in his stuff. Oh, and he's yeah. like, see? And, and then, she's like, what the fuck? And then Beta, Alex, and Maggie get chasing another guy's truck. Yeah, they hop in She comes fucking... along with him because she wants to know what's going on. People in this movie take surprising nudes shockingly well. <laughs> yeah. Back in space. <sighs> Tiny sp- ships are flying through the hole the bad- in the baddie's ship made. Uh, Alex and the poop guy. In the frontier, guy, yeah. yeah. Alex and the poop guy are hiding out, waiting for them to pass, so they can sneak up behind them and destroy them. They're like, very lucky they found this. 
like asteroid big enough to hide their gun star right next to where all the, these guys are invading through. Yeah. yeah. And the guy, the guys invading never seem to like question the fact that there's a giant asteroid literally right next to the whole hole they've made in the yeah. frontier. But... On Earth, the assassins is running to his spaceship because he heard that that the Beta Alex is on Earth and the real Alex yeah. is still alive. And you see his like spaceship for a second; it's just like a washing machine with Christmas lights on yeah. it or something. Like it's <laughs> yeah. Maggie and Beta Alex chasing. Uh, he's like, "All right, jump out of the car," and she so she do. And Beta Alex crashes the ship into the the, the uh, spaceship that was beaming out a but message. Not, but not before if he only says... the spaceship had flown ten feet in the air, it would have been fine. <laughs> no, exactly. It, it was beaming out a message that said, "The last dif- starfighter is is what I do." Is love what? It flashes back to the, the, the and Zer's like <laughs> is dead. Obviously, the last starfighter is and dead. Like, Nothing can stop up now. I love that. I do love how he's like, of course. It's like almost like an Arrested Development thing. Of course he's dead. What the fuck else would he give me something? So they proceed. But Alex yeah. and Poop Oh, Kyle. I do like the moment Whoop. where Beta Alex says, like, you better do, like, was you owe me, Alex, before yeah. he cried. It's just kind of a nice little, little moment that Beta Alex to himself before he sacrifices mm-hmm. himself to blow They proceed. Alex and Poop Guy are waiting for their moment to strike. On Earth, Maggie looks up to the sky and says, I love you, Alex Rogan. Now he's got the power to win. We'll return after these messages. Come on, Alex! Here. Alex Rogan had a dream. You really are leaving here, aren't you? To be as far away from here as possible. You get your chance when it comes. You gotta grab it with both hands. It started with a game. You gonna bust the record! But it wasn't just any game. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sur and the Kodan Armada. And then one night. Centauri's the name. We have to talk about a matter of utmost importance. Step into my office. I've seen him come and I've seen him go, but you're the best, my boy. Light years ahead of the competition. Hey. Alex didn't find his dream. Hey, look out! Oh, dear. His dream found him. Where are we? Welcome to Rylos, my boy. A world on the brink of destruction. You were recruited by the Starling to defend... To defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. Of all the life forms, on all the planets, in all the galaxies... been chosen. Alex Rogan. Alex? I'm Alex. Is the last starfighter. For every Earthling who's ever imagined traveling beyond the stars. Maybe there is a starfighter left. I love you, Alex Rogan. The unforgettable story 
of one who made it. <laughs> the Last Starfighter. Well, I'll be bounced. We're back. Batty's getting an alert that they're being followed. Great bit of surprise uh, tactics there, guys. Really, you gotta jump on them. Yeah. And, uh, the the wrinkly poo guy's like, oh, so the last Starfighter's dead, huh? Get fucking take this, seize this asshole. I'm sick of him. <laughs> so they drag Zer away. Well, they kind of drag him away. They they kind of just lead him backwards, and he just kind of walks backwards. Yeah, he's he just didn't like, get oh, drug. I guess. I guess he didn't put up any fight aside from saying, "You'll pay for this with your lives." It is anticlimactic. I forgot this is how that bad guy goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, he just what runs a away. shitty villain in a movie filled with people made of shit. <laughs> this guy just is shitty. I, it's not even the performer's fault. It's just so. It is kind flat. of as well. I mean, it's a little bit, but like. There's not a lot anyone really could have done with this role because it's just so like, why flat. Do, why even have him? Why not just have the wrinkly poo guy be? Yeah, the because and even then, the justification for that evil bad guy being there is, in retrospect, of watching it a second time, looking online, I guess the only reason that like the 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 turd monsters even were even working with him because he was the only one who person who knew the location of the the Star League's hidden base. Because mm-hmm. I guess because yeah, I guess he used to be there. He used to be one of the good guys before mm-hmm. he turned against his dad. And so I guess this is why they turn against him, because now that they've destroyed the base, they don't need it. That was his one asset he had to contribute to their, like, holy war against the Star League. And so I'm surprised they even waited till this long in the movie to just say fucking yeah. shit can this guy. But yeah, so he just kind of like, the guy just, does he just like kind of shrug his shoulders and the other two guys fall down and he jumps into a well, trash we'll can? And <laughs> a ship just... the, uh, the ship starts shooting at Alex and it fails horribly for them. Alex blows shit up. It makes things on the ship shake so Zerk can get away from the guards and escape on an escape Oh, that's pod. what it is, yeah. Yeah, the baddie side of this story is dumb. Yeah. It's setting up the sequel where he'll be back. Star- Just... The last Starfire 2, Zerk's Revenge. This is like right this up time, there. This time, it's poisonous. With Mac and me, we'll be back. And mm-hmm. the end of the Masters of the Universe movie where Skeletor comes out of the Street Fighters movie with his yeah. fist coming Although out at least that's just celebratory. It's not saying we'll be back specifically, yeah. but like... Yeah, this is... Yeah. yeah. Nice try, Last Starfighter. <laughs> nice try. So Alex and oh. the Pooh open some stuff to use the uh, DB, which stands for Death Blossom. Not... But they gotta save that garbage until the last second. First they gotta blow up as many people as possible. Not dark blowjobs? No. No, not dark blowjobs. Which they could have so, had in the asteroid. <laughs> so, but they they run out of juice for their guns, and then and then Alex is like, "What do we do?" And Pooh guy goes, "Try spinning. That's a good trick." Which is essentially what happened. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> they they push a button, and the ship spins. It 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 learns from Crazy Legs <laughs> in Flashdance, and starts doing some sweet spinning on its back, shooting lasers everywhere, blowing uh, everything. Oh, I up. forgot to notice on the podcast, like we. I, I found out trivia uh, this week that uh, one of the dancers in Flashdance was Penny from uh, Dirty Dancing, which mm-hmm. freaked me out a little bit. Freaked you out. But uh, one of my abiding memories, again, of this movie is right before uh, Greg fixes the, the, the gun star so he can do the Death Blossom, the wiring he messes with is just a connector for like a 9-volt battery. Nice. <laughs> which I always like, whenever I see a 9-volt battery connector in the real world, I'm like, oh, yeah. Getting ready to start the Death Blossom. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they do the Death <sighs> Blossom, which is just the spaceship 
spinning around in vomit-inducing spins. It's basically like playing a dual-stick shooter game and just spinning the two analog sticks in circles while hitting the shoot button as fast this as possible. This is the first time I've tried to figure out exactly what the death blossom because is. I was presumably it's actually specifically targeting. It's the type of firework you buy that you think is really going to be cool because it's called Death Blossom, but it's just one of those ones that goes and spins on the ground. Yeah. This, well, this is like in a fight where you're in a fight and you just start like flailing, just like randomly, and just hope you can punch somebody. It's more the fact that you're freaking out scares everyone away than actually hurting anybody. Yeah, yeah, that's the Death they Blossom. They kill everybody. They do manage to kill everybody. Yeah. Well, that's the big thing too, because like they're all getting pounded. And they're about to explode because they're waiting for everyone to come within range of the Death Blossom. Yeah. And so at the last moment, yeah, they hit no, the Death Blossom. But they're boom. still the gunship. Look what happened. But the bad guys say, we don't have control of our guns. And then the bad guy's like, forget the guns, ramming speed. It's yeah. very intense. Good guys don't have power. Till they get power and fly out of the <laughs> this way. Is the most fuck you, Shakespeare. This is pod racing. Mr. Hankey's all like, oh no, we've used up all our power for Death Blossom. We can't move. And it really is just like, one, two, three. Now we can move. Yep. <laughs> like, okay. Artificial little stakes being raised there and being taken right back down. So then the wrinkle poo bad guys are locked into the moon's gravitational pull. I, now. Okay. Is this... And they're like, what do we do now? And he says, we die. <laughs> that they come around. They die. <laughs> At least the guy's, he's, he's right. He's How is wrong. there still 15 minutes of this movie left? I rewatched it a second time last night. I, w- I keep on forgetting that there's a whole thing on Earth at the end. But so I guess they crash into the green moon that was supposed to be eclipsed. Yeah. Even though like they're still a million miles away from Ryla. I don't know what the hell I am. It's but... not a very big moon either. Yeah, no. It's more like the size <laughs> of a small <laughs> asteroid. It's the size of an apartment complex. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so yeah. back on the base, the ambassador asks Alex if he'll stay and help them build the command. Oh, they go up. back to Rylos. You actually with see... an old friend. Oh, this is the. Fr- I do like the establishing shot of Rylos, where like outside of the base, but it's actually it's like a big cityscape. Mm. Which this totally looks like. There's also a shot of enemy mine that is almost exactly like this too, where you get to see like big expanse of alien city and the heroes kind of like hanging out. But like, but then of course after that one establishing matte painting shot, it's a bunch of people in a broom closet. Yeah. With like just like just in black darkness, just talking yeah. to each other. But yeah, there's a special friend. An alien comes walking up, takes a a satin red rag, and rubs his face, and it's Centauri. He's not dead. His body was just dormant while it rebuilt itself. Which is the biggest cheat in the world. The why the- was why was Mister Hanky all like, oh goodbye, friend. All those tears. And all those hankies that I put my tears into to save for later were wasted. He didn't actually die. As a kid, I was clapping my hands and like Tinkerbell, he was resurrected. I was so happy. <laughs> um, which is especially yeah, sad. Yeah, there were actually like... two cuts for this movie. One if the kids in the audience clapped their hands. <laughs> Interactive, yeah. And the one where he oh. did. But they, they never got to show the other one because every time he died, everybody just applauded. <laughs> yeah, he's finally gone. We don't yeah. listen to this entire bullshit anymore. It is kind of bummer to know that Robert Preston actually died of lung cancer like two years after this, mm. but yeah, like, any excuse to see more Robert Preston is always good. So Robert Preston's like, hey, everybody loves you. You will stay, won't you? You got to stay. What will he choose? Fame and fortune or sweet, sweet puss back on Earth? Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> actually, that animated gift shows up and then it cuts to the... Yeah, back on Earth, everybody's looking for Alex. They're all worried. Maggie's about to explain. She <laughs> Alex seem crazy went nuts at all. and drove himself into a spaceship. 
when the wind starts to blow and 80s future shit happens with bright blue lights and yeah. 80s as fuck, it's ripping off like five other movies. Yeah, it's kind of like E.T. if Elliot and 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 E.T. were dating and E.T. came back to get Elliot. They weren't dating? Well, that's true. Yeah, I guess there's no reason why you can't suspect. They just spent a long but then time again, alone that, in Elliot's that means, house. That means Elliot cheated on E.T. with, uh, what's her, the fl- frog girl. Oh, man, no wonder E.T. was so quick to get out of there, then, because once, oh, yeah, once he kissed Erica and Elaniac, and, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was, that broke up their relationship. Did you know, did you ever yeah, see Under Siege? Yeah, I know. I, is this, like, the fourth time I've mentioned this no, song, I, I guess? That every, if you mention the girl that he kisses in E.T., no matter who you are, you have to be like, did you know you could see her titties? just weird it is weird yeah i remember i actually saw that playboy as a kid where she she actually showed up in playboy once i never saw i've never seen actually seen under siege but i've seen the gif from uh, under siege many remember many many times side that magazine got blown (laughs) apart but i remember like I, I it scarred me as a kid because I saw it was like flipping through a Playboy and she's like, "My name's Erica Lenyaniak. I was the kid that ET kisses in ET. ET kissed her. That's the deleted scene. <laughs> and I was like, "What? <laughs> what? I felt so dirty for getting a boner for the lady who Elliot kissed ET." And I'm like, I think that was one of the first times as a teen I was really cognizant of time passing because I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah, she would have grown up and actually eventually gotten tits, but now I'm seeing her naked and this is just so wrong." It's like you just put one hand above your head and the other one came flying up and high five yourself. <laughs> but it's like reading jerking off to a picture and there's someone with yours near. It's like that's that's the girl Gelfling from Lord, the Dark Crystal what? and you're like, "Oh no, what you have, have I the done? strangest analogy, sir. I can't think of another woman from the 1980s you, film. Hey, Bill, did you know that everybody starts out as a child? I, but time passes and it's confusing. Did you know he could see Drew Barrymore's boobs? I felt like there was this old boy. That's what I kind of felt like. Mm. We're like, oh my God, what have I done? Yeah. yeah. Then you cut out your tongue and that explains the way you <laughs> Is that talk. what he does at the end of the I think so. I haven't seen it. I've... I've always been told to, but I'm like, and they're like, no, it's really good. It's depressing as fuck. I'm like, mm, nah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> what, who's, yeah, that's not a selling point, man. I'll watch the fight scenes in it. I'm good. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> what the hell? Oh yeah. Alex shows up again. So, uh, Maggie goes to check out the seventh guest style spaceship that just landed. Yeah. I love how they do most of the landing and they don't even actually show and, the like, ship because that's more fun. A figure rides down an elevator. Who could it be? Oh no. Come on guys. Stop trying to not show his face. We all, all know foggy. it's Alex. Like, why would you? Don't be an asshole This is a movie. terrible, terrible helmet design. If this is what happens to your helmet the moment you get out of your spaceship, mm-hmm. guys. He smooches Maggie. Yeah. Now he has to explain shit to the whole damn trailer park. I've been to another planet, Ma. And then she's like, who's been doing your shit while you've been away? <laughs> oh, a beta unit. And everybody's like, oh, a beta unit. He could just be like, it's a fucking robot. We try to do some world building by just calling it a beta unit rather than like a robot. But it's a robot. Yeah. It's he had, he had like fucking computer parts in his belly when he gets shot. Mm-hmm. It's a robot. So then Captain Pooh comes up. Granny's got a shotgun ready to blow Pooh Man away. But he's like, guns don't work on me. I just morph back together. I, uh, I made of feces. I'm the T-1000 of coprophiliacs. <laughs> so, he actually, he's like, is there an open sewer around here I can date? So everybody shakes his hands. Oh my gosh, you're really dragging this movie out, aren't they? <laughs> I know, 
Oh, and every, yeah. once again, everybody's super chill about what's happening directly in front of them with a spaceship landing in their quiet little trailer park yeah. and everything and meeting a Pooh man. And then Pooh guy is like, time to go, Alex. And he's like, son, ma, I gotta go. And she says, oh, Alex, I knew you'd leave. Just not in a giant spaceship. Just me and Maggie. Sure, just not asking a lot of your girlfriend to join you, go into space with you without any warning at all especially or giving her time to pack or anything. Especially someone who's always been reticent about She's just like, leaving what about the my clothes? Park. And he says, Clothes? Where we're going? You we don't, don't need, need underwear. Clothes. Yeah. Oh, I also do wonder where's she gonna sit? On his lap? Yeah, because there's no like other seat. Like, there's enough space that, like, maybe she if she lays between the two seats until they get back to the starbase to, like, put in a third so, seat on the... the uh, ham and Hoffer about the whole thing. It's She's some unsure. cute stuff, yeah. Whatever, Alex. Just go. Get you some space alien pussy like Captain Kirk. She's Fuck still, a green chick. Get some space She's still ACTDs. worried about, like, who's gonna take care of Granny. And, like, Granny's like, I'm not, like, dying. I'm just yeah. old, but, like... Maggie joins him at the last second. It's wonderful. Man, this is the 80s as fuck. They wave goodbye. Bye-bye. Maggie looks like she's already kind of regretting this choice. <laughs> well, especially the heights she has. Did she take the elevator upstairs? She's like, oh, man, I, I don't know if I'm going to survive. This is going to be bad. As Alex flies away, Lewis runs over to her. His little brother runs over and, play the, and starts playing the last Starfighter game. The ship flies into the night sky. The end. I do like when the ship flies away, you still have the Star Bright Starlight sign still blinking, mm. which is kind of a nice little wave still keeping things grounded. Even so, everything else rises up and is so triumphant at the end. So it wasn't nearly as bad or boring as I was expecting. Yeah. It's actually kind of enjoyable, all things considered. Yeah, yeah but it's only not the worst movie. Only in the way dumb 80s movies can be. Yeah. It's trying its hardest to ape Lucas and Spielberg just, it's been probably like five other movies. According to IMDb, they were really worried about comparing Comparisons to Spielberg movies. And they so shouldn't they, have had so much foggy blue well, light. That's what I'm saying. Like they were like, well, specifically, we didn't want to think to, any, to, to anyone to think they were trying to rip off Star Wars and Spielberg. And I'm like, that's all this movie is barely bolting. I'm surprised together they didn't by. have Zur spinning through space in his escape pod, going, "I'll be back, stop." They probably time. had that, but they had to cut out because they were like, "No, we're actually going to get sued for copyright infringement if we do that." Yeah. yeah. Uh, with the difference being that, yeah, again, the world in this in this. Last Starfighter is not nearly as well fleshed out. So, but I'm glad you at least had a good time watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my notes are <laughs> for as much poop creatures that were in the movie. It wasn't completely Bob poopy had movie. A, he was tired the day he designed all the monsters in this movie. Mm. Yeah, as much as I like the idea of this movie, even with all the stuff on Earth, Lewis aside, I think the concept would have been more successful if there was a suggestion of more of a story behind the game that would have doubled his exposition for what was going on in space. Uh, the conflict as it's presented in the movie is so cursory and cookie-cutter that it's hard to care about any of it, aside from what happens to Alex and Mr. Hanky. Even the first Star Wars had brief mentions of the Clone Wars and the fall of the Jedi and all this stuff, where this movie has none of that. It's just like, oh, Super Dude's evil, he just wants to kill people for no reason. There's no suggestion of why he turned evil. There's no yeah. hi- sense of history to that no. universe. It's all just very surface level. Uh, also, Alex being a fan of the fictional universe of the Starfighter game would have been more interesting to see especially if he wanted to be a part of that universe when offered the chance to join it. Though, of course, he would have had his reservations when he realized his actual life is on the line and kind of what they do in the film. And I always thought it was a huge waste of screen time and a real buzzkill that Alex freaks out so badly that he just wants to be sent home and then is forced to go back anyway. Yeah. Uh, though this was probably done to, uh, as a way to save money, so the only only the last act of the film is really about the space war stuff, which would have been expensive uh, to produce. Yeah, that is a real bummer like this. The movie called Last Starfighter 
only really gets the last Starfighter in the last, like, half hour. Yeah. In 15 well, minutes of the half hour, they're coming back to Earth. Considering the CG, they probably couldn't afford a lot. They probably put as much, like, space battles in as they could afford. Because I yeah. can't imagine all that rendering was cheap back then. Yeah. Um, although as bad they, as it is. Although the CGI company, the guys in charge of it, they were claiming that the CGI only cost a fraction as much as it would have been with models and stuff, which may be true, but, like, still just looks so funky and stuff. Yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ, they should have chosen a better, more sympathetic and cooler design for the aliens in charge of the Star League. As is, they look like a Florida retirement community with all the bald heads and graying hair and robes and beige clothing everywhere. Um... And about the behind-the-scenes details of the movie. Yeah, there's not much info about the genesis and, genesis and production it, of the film. Isn't there... Uh, what's the... Golden Girls? No, what's the Mystery Science Theater 3000 movie where they... Is it the Mystery Science Theater 3000 movie where they go to the... Where they do the movie with characters that basically look like this with the big foreheads? A little bit. Oh, that's a good point. Because that's... Uh, oh, God, what's the movie with the big dude... With the claws and the brain. Yeah. It's been so long yeah. since I've seen Mystique 3K, the movie. I think it's that. That was the only time I'd seen. What movie? Is it the, not the time, the land that time forgot. God, I forgot the name of the movie they were on that episode. I'll look it up while you Which I should also point out, uh, the Pluto app, which allows you to watch Mystery Science Theater 3000 episodes for free uh, on your computer or on Apple TV. Uh, just updated with the Time of the Apes, mm. which is a really good old episode of Mystique 3K. But, yeah, um, yeah, about details about the film itself, yeah, other than the fact that Robert Preston died shortly after the film was made from lung cancer. Will Wheaton was supposed to have played Lewis's best friend, but he was essentially cut out of the film. You can see him, like, one or two background shots. Huh. And, yeah, my note, too, another Star Trek link is the fact that Mark Lamo, Nagal Ducat, was the hitchhiker. And, actually, one of the more interesting casting notes about this film is... Maggie's grandma played the lead Telosian alien in the first pilot episode of the original Star Trek. Hmm. Um, that was before they even had Kirk as a character. It oh, was yeah. uh, the episode where uh, the, the Enterprise is actually commanded by, oh god, was it Robert April? I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 the then captain of the Enterprise is captured by these three psychic aliens and puts them in essentially into a zoo. And she was the head alien. Uh, which is funny, because actually watching that with the knowledge of that, watching Last Starfighter, and I'm like, oh yeah, that totally is that. She's essentially the first Star Trek villain ever, hmm. but she's playing Maggie's grandma here. And uh, speaking of links to other stuff, uh, the director, uh, Nick Castle, played Michael Myers in the first Halloween movie, and Dick Dick O'Halloran, uh, who played uh, the poop man Gurg in this movie, uh, he just also happened to be the villain in Halloween 3, uh, which is, that's the one where masks kill all the kids which is funny that the director of the last starfighter played michael myers in the first halloween movie because michael myers is wearing a star trek kirk mask and you have all these star trek people in this movie i just come oh, sir hakuna matata coincidence coincidence yes oh you should do halloween yes it three is for, for halloween three so uh... you get to see you get to see poop man be a villain he's all evil and he's like oh ancient irish people were evil um, the last Starfighter CGI effects were done by a couple of guys who left the studio that rendered the uh, CGI for Tron and founded their own studio. But unfortunately, that studio didn't last long. It seems the only other notable thing they did was the CGI owl at the start of Labyrinth hmm. before being bought out by another now defunct computer company. 
Uh, the Krayx MP computer used to make the CGI in The Last Starfighter boasted the ability to render a quarter million polygons per frame, which, uh, but yeah, put it roughly in the same ballpark as the GameCube or the PlayStation 2. Atari fucked up and didn't manage to actually give or get a Last Starfighter game out in time to coincide with the release of the film, which makes sense since Atari was in the middle of falling apart just as The Last Starfighter was being uh, released into theaters. In addition to Atari being discouraged by the final film and assuming it would be a bomb, which they were kind of right because the movie kind of barely made back, made back its budget. It wasn't the big Steven Spielberg success that uh, the, the filmmakers were obviously hoping it would be. Uh, regardless, the home computer version of Atari's last Starfighter game came out years later as Star Raiders 2, and the Atari 2600 version was eventually released as Solaris. Oh. So something actually did come about as a result of this film video game-wise. But but it's weird because and the now... last... They, they would have... It's weird that the last Starfighter game isn't actually, doesn't look like a game that would have, could have been produced in the 80s, because it's obviously just like the models from later on in the film... It should have been like a Space Invaders clone or something like that. And now, Bill, every time we go to the bathroom, we can tell people, I'm going to go make some Starfighter navigators. <laughs> I'm going I'm to poop and stand up, look in the toilet and say, show me pictures of your family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to shake its hand and introduce myself. And mm. That's the last oh, Starfighter. The dog left another Starfighter <laughs> on the ground. Oh no, Greg, get up. Stop sleeping <laughs> on the floor. What are you doing? Why aren't you laughing? I'm going to do CPR on Gerg. He's my favorite no, character. Don't do CPR. It's just going to mash him <laughs> in the carpet. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And, and I did see people online. They did mention that there were some prototype action figures for this movie. Like, there was a whole merchandise line yeah. that had been shown. Like, there was a catalog, like, in 1984 that had been put out. That, you know, in case the movie hadn't been successful, they would have had toys ready for, like, Christmas of 1904. Of course, that never happened. But this uh, catalog of prototype Last Starfighter toys, it's pretty great. Like I said, it's mostly launch boxes and coloring books and posters and stuff. Yeah. But the action figures are obviously, like, someone took, like, a bunch of, like, Star Wars action figures and just kind of sculpted them by hand. The Gurg... Just stuck the head in a piece of poo. <laughs> the, it looks like... It kind of looks like... The head looks like... It looks like the thing from the Fantastic Four, but covered in shit. Nice. The Alex Rogan on Earth's figure is this weird. He looks like a, like a lesbian lady mm. toy thing, and like this, which is funny because there's only so few memorable characters in this movie. There was only like six figures produced, but like two different versions of the Kodan poop people, mm -hmm. and like it's would have not have been a successful line. But I'm kind of bummed they never actually produced that stuff. But yeah. Just Google Last uh, Starfighter Toys, and you'll see pictures of this prototype line. It's... You know what The Last Starfighter is? What's it's that? the perfect movie to have on in the background that you're not paying attention to. Yeah, it's good noise. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to watch it, but it's but you can leave it on. If you need something just to fill the <laughs> vacuum of your life in the background, yeah. It's exactly like like most shows on, on the Cooking Network now, or the Food, ne food Network, like Guy Fieri. He's on in the background, so every now and then you can look at it and go, oh, that looks really good. But then Guy Fieri eats it, and you're like, no! Oh, God, no, that hair, that, well, that face. <laughs> He's got the meat sweats. I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I want to have the meat sweats. I don't want to see another man have the meat sweats. But, yeah, that's, yeah, that's mm -hmm. Last, last Starfighter. Yeah, you've, you've ingested a quite pretty chunky load of mid-'80s C-grade nostalgia right there. Yeah. Yeah.
Well, I'm glad he had an okay time with it. It's yeah. not the most amazing film ever, but yeah, that, that, that is a sexual 80s viewing, though. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing next? That's a good question. Oh, that's right. It's uh, October next. Uh, 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 we're recording these episodes a couple weeks in advance, so it's easier for me to forget, but like, yes, next week starts. Daniel's not super into Halloween, but this is the month where we're going to do, like, I love Halloween. It's the, my, my, October's my favorite time of year, mm-hmm. and which is a little challenging for me, because I've mentioned this in the past, but I've seen so many horror and thriller movies that's it's hard for me to find new good ones that sound interesting you know you've never seen carnosaur oh, <laughs> your shoulders thing. just slumped like Ugh. <laughs> no but that's the thing is like i'm trying to figure out exactly one of the things i'm going to do definitely next month is going to be the guillermo del toro film the devil's backbone mm-hmm. i'm not quite sure if we can do that next week because i still have to figure out what, what my second project is going because we both have two slots open for october Probably. you have to figure out what your two are going to be and I have to figure out what my second thing is going to be. I'm not quite sure if I want to do uh, The Devil's Backbone closer to Halloween or at the top, which only me in the world, uh, well, at least of, of the two of us, would be that concerned about, like, what's what's proper viewing closer to Halloween? Because I was thinking about The Devil's Backbone plus Ernest Scared Stupid, yeah. <laughs> which every time I mention that, Daniel just dies inside. Mm-hmm. So I might try to find something else. If people have suggestions for what we could watch, which actually we're recording this so far in advance... That by the time you hear this, we've probably figured out what we're gonna do. But if yes, definitely, still tweet at us if you have any ideas. We'll we'll happy we'll be happy to mark stuff down and keep in mind for the future. Or maybe we still don't know what we're doing, and maybe we can use suggestions. Mm. But yeah, I've got a couple ideas. Yeah, I was gonna say, but you don't you you haven't played the Friday the Thirteenth game, so you don't care about Friday the Thirteenth movies. No. I should make you watch like the one best Friday the Thirteenth movie and the one best Freddy Krueger movie. But that's fine. I've seen the Dream Children. Dream Warriors? Dream Warriors, yeah. Because there is the Dream Child. Yeah, that's t- yeah. That is one that you I have seen that one, too. That's like... I've actually seen pretty much all the Freddies up until yeah. he came into the real world, quote That's. Unquote. I think that may be the last one, actually. Yeah. So you may have already seen them all. But Yeah, I was thinking about doing Jason X, which I've never seen that. That's Jason in space. Mm. No. <laughs> that's the thing! I would gladly do any of this stuff, but I have to keep Daniel in mind. I want the Leprechaun movies. Yeah, especially with the knowledge that Christmas is coming up soon after this, and that's already hard enough to get you doing anything Chris or tolerating anything I do Christmas wise. Mm. Oh God, that's well, that's the other thing. I, I'm so tempted to go best with the worst and like find out really sh- intentionally shitty movies. But then the trap is like you got to find a good shitty movie, not just a shitty shitty movie. There's a reason why no one talks about this because it is just shitty. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do some research. Yeah, I'm still tempted by Ernest Scared Stupid, but I might have to find a copy of it to preview it to see if that would hold up. Yeah. To see how Daniel would react to it. Let's yeah. put it that. We could way. do a mini episode of you just going. It was bad. <laughs> exactly. Not really talking about minutes. it, but like just decompress after watching yeah. it. Yeah. But we'll figure out stuff. But yeah, but at least the Devil's Backbone uh, that came out as part of a Blu-ray set of that. I think Chronos and the Pan's Labyrinth last year. So. Mm. Um, there's at least, it is out on Blu-ray. I don't know if it's been released by itself, but that's, that's what I just pulled the trigger on. It's coming to my house. So maybe that next time. So hopefully, maybe that'll say? But it will be spooky, whatever it is. It's going to be spooky. Spooky. We got, we can do the worst witch. Could we just listen to the Haunted Mansion album? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And there's this one, they sing spooky, scary. The guy that's singing right now, that's Tony the Tiger. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> we're, 
high energy to go out on. We can't yes, go yes, out. Yes, it's it's okay. great. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. We're now going to climb back on our little two-man... Uh, this is... We, I like the last gotta, Starfighter. You gotta get in who's your the gunner and who's the navigator? Who's made in, of shit? You gotta get... Uh, well, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my fat made of shit family. <laughs> You, you gotta get in your spaceship titled Mudrin on Twitter. I gotta get in mine called The Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. That's our call names on the side of and, our uh, the cockpits. Yeah. Together we form The Tardy Podcast. Or the, We're the last Tardy Podcast on Twitter. TardyPodcast.com. Yeah. It's all that crap. Yeah, check us out. Kelsey, we can bring check Kelsey into space. I probably. Your wife? Oh, my wife! Not Kelsey <laughs> Grammer? <laughs> I thought you were talking about well, Kelsey Grammer. Or Thank her, you for clarifying for me. That was a Frasier close fans. one. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I'm getting off the spaceship. I'm out. Oh no, Bill, come back. No, don't open the canopy. No, oh, no, Bill, you're dying. Well, I'm dying like Robert Preston. He couldn't breathe either, too. Well, now that Bill's dead, I'm free to finish this episode uninterrupted. <laughs> the first time ever. No, you're dead. Shut I'm, up. <laughs> I got a second one. <laughs> so until next time, you can fill your holes with pop culture. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>